Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening in to our Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Melissa van Andraat, Head of Communications for the Private Bank Central Europe and US. Today is Friday, the 10th of November, and I have the pleasure to talk to Dirk Steffen, our Chief Investment Strategist and CIO for EMEA. Dirk. All good on your end. Yes. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> Thank you. Very well. So, Dirk, as the first topic of today, I would like to uh, take a look at equities. Both the S&P 500 and stocks 600 regained some of their strength in the last two weeks. And earnings season is headed towards an end in the US, but it's still, from my understanding, in full swing in Europe. What's your take on these recent developments here? Yeah, it's, it was uh, quite a nice rebound we saw on the stock market and uh, the, the most recent days uh, showed some, you know, let's say consolidation on higher levels, which was most wanted, of course, because we had uh, seen this correction in light of higher bond yields. And just as uh, bond yields, um, you know, declined somewhat, the, the stock market took note and uh, went, you know, for some let's say, a recovery. Um, we, are, we are still below the, the most recent peaks, but um, some work has been done. And in the meantime, we had the, the earnings season, which is, of course, then uh, the dominant factor right now for company-specific developments. And here we really saw um, some interesting developments because on the earnings side, it was actually a very good earnings season. So if I, I look at uh, the US, for instance, uh, we had a reasonable beat on earnings and also a small one uh, on revenues. So, so far, so good, I would say. But turning to Europe, uh, the, the picture is much more mixed and not as good, I, I might say. So we have... Um, actually a decline in earnings, but it's also due to the lagged cycle we have in, in Europe. So, for instance, if you strip out commodities and energy, it's still a positive earnings season in terms of earnings growth. Uh, but the negative surprise really kicked in on the revenue side. So here uh, we have a negative surprise and um, actually negative developments in, you know, in the size of uh, in the area of minus nine percent, actually, and um, this uh, is telling us something because uh, companies also, if you look at uh, what they are mentioning in their their earnings calls, um, there's much more companies right now citing weaker demand rather than stronger ones. Uh, so, and that's um, actually say, telling us that we are probably um, in some maybe a couple of quarters of weaker economic growth, uh, especially in Europe. But so far, um, so good, I would say, especially in the US, we, we got uh, a very decent set of uh, earnings reports. Yeah, thanks for that summary uh, on the on the earnings season. I think just circling back on this, maybe just to deep dive a little bit, can you tell us what exactly is it that is keeping CEOs currently on, on their toes? And maybe also more importantly, what do you what do you think about their outlook? What do what can they observe for the months and uh, for the weeks and months to come? Yeah, if you look at the, the business climate these days, so it's still 
quite weak. So we have uh, some numbers, uh, especially again, unfortunately coming out of Europe. If you look at the manufacturing uh, surveys, uh, we have very low levels. Actually, all of them are below 50, which is uh, the critical mark, right? Uh, when it comes to expansion or deceleration. And all of them actually below 50 except Greece, if I may say that. And um, for instance, um, France has uh, a level of confidence these days that actually at a 41 months low. So not a, not a nice set of uh, survey data. And it really relates to, to this, um, I would say, sentiment that um, we are in this period where uh, we still have, um, um, let's say, weaker demand globally. And uh, that's probably here to stay for a while, not too long, really. Um, and that's what I would like to mention here, because we see early signs of improvement. But this um, this uh, manufacturing weakness is still um, a topic that might be around for, for a few months, maybe. But we see improvements. Uh, for instance, if you look at a uh, classic early indicator like uh, Korea. So here we actually uh, got a very strong export growth uh, in October. And it's like an early cycle indicator, um, a classic one, if you want. And um, that actually makes us quite confident that we might be in the process of bottoming out in global manufacturing. Related to that is uh, that we, we um, have the inventory cycle, which means that rather than you know, putting in new orders, uh, companies are uh, trying to, to wait for better prices and um, are actually quite reluctant to, to go all in. And that leads to a drawdown of inventories world, worldwide. And that's, that has been going on for quite a while now. And here, um, too, we actually have a decent chance that that might be bottoming out. So maybe in a couple of quarters or so, um, manufacturing will uh, find a better footing. So all in all, I think um, the companies are a bit cautious, and the, especially the sales numbers we saw coming out of Europe are also confirming this. Um, so companies are in a cautious mode, uh, but I think they're certainly um, preparing already for um, hopefully much better uh, economic momentum that may then start at some point in 2024, uh, hopefully in the first quarter or second quarter then. Later. Yeah. I can imagine, curious to see how this plays out, Dirk. Let's switch gears for a moment and look at uh, commodities because oil prices reached a new three months low this week. And manufacturers in the United States, Europe and China mentioned, I guess, weak business conditions is what they were referring to in October. What's driving these shifts and what can we expect? Yeah, this really relates to that, right? So um, we still have um, relatively weak global um, economic momentum. Also, if you look at China data, so we saw export weakness, but already import strength. Um, so the export weakness probably due to these, um, you know, the, the resetting, if you want the retoolings in, in Europe and in the US. Um, so um, in that, um, all in all, um, you know, putting it together with uh, some seasonal, typically seasonal weakness in, on the oil markets uh, may explain that. Um, so we think the risk premium 
uh, due to geopolitical developments will come back or they didn't really disappear. And we think that oil prices will go higher over the next 12 months. And that's really related to what I just mentioned, um, you know, in terms of improvement in the manufacturing sector and then um, also a turn in the inventory cycle. So, um, yeah, it's, it's probably not, not a very nice um, economic environment um, in the very short term, but there's room for improvement. Indeed. So I assume you will be closely watching the U.S. CPI for October that will be released next week. Is there anything else that should be on top of investors' minds or at least is on your mind for the next week or the next weeks to come? I mean, it's it's probably, sorry to break it to you, it's still about inflation, really, <laughs> a, lot, <laughs> a lot of it. So um, now that arguably the easier part is behind us in terms of inflation fight, fighting, now now it will be really the details and, um, and especially core inflation uh, needs to come down much more, both in the US and in the Eurozone. And as long as we don't see that uh, for few more months than just a couple of months, uh, probably central banks will still uh, stay in this data watching mode and uh, relatively cautious and restrictive mode. And uh, also Jay Powell mentioned that uh, just very recently that he feels that um, he can't say that they are already entirely done. So and that would mean that this uh, theme, we change it a little bit from um, you know higher for longer to high for longer probably still um, makes a lot of sense. So um, we, we are still watching inflation very closely and hopefully um, at some point in 2024, uh, we can move to, to other topics in the macro world, but it's still about inflation. Then of course on politics, we have the Xi, Xi Biden meeting uh, coming up. So um, I, I think just the fact that they meet is actually good news and we are closely watching that one. So everything related um, to the China-US uh, uh, relations is on our watch list because um, um, we, we are actually hoping that economic pragmatism will prevail uh, for the next uh, quarters or so. And um, apart from that, um, it's, um, I would say, the usual. And um, um, maybe then a bit further out also, we, we will um, still probably be watching very closely the labor market data. Uh, because that will then tell us if actually the soft landing uh, can be managed where currently it looks like it, uh, or if uh, we get a, a bit more of a weakness um, over the next few months and couple of quarters. So um, that's really um, it what we, we uh, would like to, to see and watch and analyze and share with you guys over the next few days and weeks. Very good to know, especially I like the uh, economic pragmatism as a, as a final word for, for today on the podcast. Dirk, thanks a lot for another insightful session. And uh, dear listeners, this was this week's edition of our weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I wish you a great week and bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. 
Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.